Welcome to another episode of the Hazy Adventure Podcast, and I got a special one lined up for you today. I mean, every day is special, but I got a special message for you today. Today is July 14th, 2020, Tuesday, and this podcast is motivated by a comment that I received yesterday from my other podcast that I did. They wanted me to go a little more in depth about my thoughts on depression. I usually don't tell people my personal thoughts. I usually just tell people what I know. So since they ask, I'll give it to you. So for this podcast, we're going to start off with a disclaimer. So let's start that off. Love me for who I am or hate the person that I won't be. And always remember, I never said follow me. In love with the idea of love, just not the actions needed for people to feel love. What seems to be my biggest flaw, dreams of fulfilling future endeavors keeps my mind at awe. Nonchalant attitude makes me seem cold and condescending. I learned how to feel things without using my own feelings. Deep thoughts submerge those who feel safe in shallow water. Days and nights playing peekaboo with ideas that make it hard to sleep. Stuck between trying to fulfill a wish or enjoying a dream. Sweet dreams to the ones who aren't awake. It's hard to look deep if you're not playing the game. The game of life. It's all centered around mental health and knowing who you are. I talk to a lot of young people often. And you can always check somebody's maturity based off of the concepts that they live by. A lot of the younger people that I speak to, they talk about how actions speak louder than words. Um, I say that is a adolescent understanding because as a kid, we go off of how things feel and how we perceive things. But as an adult, we learn more about intent and learn what was intended plays a vital role into the perception that we get. For me, perception is the key to bridging gaps that time didn't fix. Um, The good book says something to the extent of, as a kid, I thought as a kid, as an adult, I think as an adult. Mental health and depression are very hot topics that's going on now in America. And it's really the belief in self and knowing who you are. In ancient Kemet, the mystery schools were set up. And one of the first questions that they would ask you in the mystery schools is, do you know who you are? Know thyself. The reason why knowing who you were was so important to this culture is because they knew the uphill battle that happened when you try to act like other people. See, I used to watch a lot of wrestling when I was a kid, and one of my favorite wrestlers was The Rock. And he used to always say, or use the catchphrase, know your role. The statement, know your role, actually is a super important phrase in real life. If you know your role, you won't play other people's roles. When you're not aligned with your purpose, You're living in somebody else's reality. 
um, taking up on multiple roles at a time. Like, kind of spread the personality, like, thin across the spectrum. Um, and as a result of spreading yourself thin, your focus shifts more towards comfort instead of discomfort. Like, comfort keeps us stagnant while we process our next plan of action. However, what happens when we make comfort our comfort zone? Or we condition our brain to only want to be comfortable instead of in a discomfort position. We actually harm ourselves and harm the people around us by holding on to old ideologies. So for me, depression is when someone's perception does not match their chosen reality. The confusion between perception and reality causes them to become angry towards things and people who have digested the imperfections of life. Staying depressed is when you have enablers around you that justify the emotions of depression through their shared understanding. See, that's why they said birds of a feather flock together. Because when you are around people that share your same understanding of the world or your same disappointment with certain things, they can help justify your feelings by being in their feelings or being in their emotional state of being to where they also look at life in a certain type of way. I always tell people um, these umbrella organizations that people stand under Um, can also extend more towards the umbrella organizations or understandings that we have that block away some of the emotions that exist in this this world. Um, Instead of facing the rain, a lot of people put up a block or umbrella to shade themselves away from getting wet, in which you kind of build a normalcy around not getting hit as opposed to understanding what rain feels like. If you hold on to kid thinking through emotional ties, you never grow. You just justify ignorance through not wanting to break bad habits. I define bad habits a little differently than most people. So I always explain um, the words that I use because I think that words are just hieroglyphs for meanings. So a bad habit are rituals that discredit the cause and effect in the thinking process. So remember how they say it's different levels to murder, first degree, second degree. Um, And the intent matters because at the end of the day, if it was premeditated murder, you thought about it. It wasn't instantaneous. It wasn't just in the moment, in the heat of the moment. It was something that was well thought out and orchestrated. So I always ask people, you have to think, not just react. Thinking is everything because if you want to live in a world in which people just react how they feel all the time, it actually makes the world a little more depressive place if you're not actually doing the things that you would want other people to do to you. See, they they come up with this concept of hurt people hurt people because they believe that's how all people are as opposed to taking the world with a grain of salt. They say everybody is a certain type of way just because they experience a certain particular 
outlook of life from their own personal perception. This is where groupthink comes in along, along the lines of racism. It's when you use your small account of the world and then you say this is how all of the world is. This is how all men are. This is how all white people are. This is how all women are. All, all of these things in which we use all to really say many or a few are the ones that I've dealt with. These are how we alter the way that we see the world around us. Um, they say something about this in psychology that identity issues for kids happen before the age of five years old. Um, that five-year-old mark is very pivotal because in that process of coming to age, you're developing your emotional understanding of the world through the people and influences around you. And while we are coming up under the superiority complex of thinking that the people in positions of power actually know something when in actually they can just be going through something in an emotional lens that may come off like they know something, but it's really just them venting. That's why it's very important for you to be aware of what you're doing and how it's being perceived. Because as much as you feel some particular way and your feelings may heal, that same perception that you give off to people that view you as an influencer may not be as easy to shake as the person within the body that knows the intent already. During this stage of development for kids, um, I, I can say I use from personal example, um, my child. Um, during this personal stage of development, my daughter she has went through a daddy-daughter age. And a daddy-daughter age um, situation is when women, girls, kids understand that all connections don't have to be sexual. Like you said, the daddy-daughter connection is the understanding that daddy can have fun without you, without sexualizing you or putting you in a position to where now we're in an adult position. This is how you have fun. This is how you understand the nature of a man and not just the nature of, oh, yeah, sex, sexualization of a kid. Now the kid looks at life through a sexualized lens to where, oh, yeah, if boys are allowed to do this, and I want to do this, then I need to act like a boy in order to identify with what I want to be, not who I am. As a product of a single parent household, I went through a certain dysphoria as well. Growing up, I will often see my mother work so hard, work so, so hard to keep things afloat around me while working hard. A lot of things that I missed out on, I didn't really appreciate the time until I got older. And then I realized what was actually going on. Because my mother was forced into a position of being a single parent mother and had to develop a lot of masculine tendencies, she sacrificed the, ma the feminine nature that she was probably supposed to be in to be masculine. So now it's her, 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 herself is spread across the board because of the position she's in now. So this altering happens when now she can't play her natural role. Now she has to play another role that isn't in her nature. Now playing these different roles 
as a child that's observing it, now I grew a perception of women that they are supposed to act like men. In the reality, they're supposed to be strong. They're supposed to be all these different things. Now, the soft nature, the emotional side, the, the feminine side, I may not have seen that because that was hidden because at the end of the day, I was shown strength and endurance and sacrifice. But if those things were together and I got them all together, I would have such a different view of the world. But because they were separate, I had to go out and find examples of what a man was. Not, like you said, I always say, they get it confused. When I say men or man, I'm thinking about a full developed individual, not someone that's stuck into their adolescence. I don't just assume People are men just because age, because maturity doesn't come with age. Maturity comes with going through life and learning lessons. That's the only way that the world made sense so that I didn't judge people based off of their positions of life based off of the age. There are grown kids in this world. And once you can differentiate between, oh, yeah, it's a such thing as maturity but it's also a such thing as emotional maturity and being able to not flinch every time that it's time to blink and being in control of your emotions, being in control of how you react. That's what an adult is. As kids, we hate responsibility we shy, we shy away from it. We run away from responsibility. I only want to be responsible for myself. Self. The goal of life is to grow from being a selfish being to a selfless being. As much as life is a marathon, it turns into a relay race once you realize that you can't run forever. And the messages that you pass along through time is actually going to help the runners behind you advance ahead of you. But if you live in this ego trip of a world or in your position, because life is meaningless and you give meaning based off of your own personal belief. And if you believe in self preservation so much that it's all about you, you can't ever see how you affecting everybody around you. So depression is when you fill your brain up with I can't thoughts. And when the I can't thoughts manifest into the actions that turn I can't into I cannot do, I cannot move, I cannot do anything, I don't want to do anything. You have self-sabotaged yourself in your efforts of development. You stop yourself short because of the feelings that stop you from getting past certain situations. If you build yourself into somebody that stops once things start hurting, is counterproductive because who do you eventually grow to be? Do you grow to be the individual that takes on situations, takes on responsibility, or do you become a person that shies away from challenges because that's outside of your comfort zone and you vital, you care to be in such a comfort zone that you forget that the comfort zone will become your enemy if you stay there too long. Life is about change. Everything changes. 
Nothing stays the same. Most people will tell you who they are, but they won't tell you who they had to be. And because that is a, such a thing that happens in the world, I believe in myself as a healer is to expose the stuff that most people don't want to talk about or they don't want to admit to. Because if you're not growing, you're staying the same. And until we meet again, this has been another episode of the Hazy Adventure Podcast. And I want you to come back tomorrow because I'm going to have another special message because every day is special. And we got something special for you each and every time that you tune in. Until we meet again, yeah, yeah.